my most disturbingly obsessed superfan. You're gonna have to train me up kicking and screaming! Hello, my name is Val. Welcome to a unique social experiment designed to push nine humans to their absolute physical, <sighs> mental, and emotional breaking points. Locked in isolation pods and cut off from all contact, they are not competing against each other, but against themselves. <laughs> Is this even legal? Oh, God, this is so hard. In the end, only one will remain. He or she will leave solitary with $50,000. My role is to observe what makes humans strong and what makes them weak. To push. That's the most pain I've ever felt. To prod. <laughs> what? <laughs> Freaky. And to discover who will crack next. Welcome to Solitary 3.0. Oh. <laughs> Are you in the middle of a treatment? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Awesome. It worked. How long have you had those on already? You're already going uh, for it. <laughs> well, I didn't know I was going to have to install stuff and all that crap first. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's going on, Rob Rob, number four? How you doing uh, this morning, evening, afternoon? Uh, just hanging out <laughs> on the side. How about yourself? Pretty good. We're doing all right. We're, uh... I'm going to take these off so I can hear her talk. Oh, yeah, it. definitely. <laughs> it's quite ah. the entrance, though. Yeah. Yeah, that... We were, we just watched it all uh, again last night, and that honestly that that uh, treatment really hurts. That one really, you know, gets under your skin at home. You're like, ooh, when you see them come off, you're you uh, really sympathize. <laughs> it was the empath in me, bro. It was fine putting them on, really, but taking them off, I just never expected that. <sighs> yeah, they just like the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> holes they almost leave in your arms <laughs> oh man but yeah how's, cor how's quarantine been treating you it seems like you could probably handle it pretty well right yeah I'm, i've been <laughs> fine with it but then my whole family being home with me is another story so that's another challenge in itself. oh yeah that's not my exactly solitary anymore and the kids are all home all the time and <laughs> yeah a lot more to juggle there i'm sure <laughs> So you're obviously a super fan before uh, all of this. You got your... Uh, oh, wait, my bad. We should introduce ourselves. My name's Xavier. <laughs> my name's Ian. And I'm Dave. You can call me number 69. <laughs> number 69. All right, that's when I was born. Awesome. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you're obviously a super fan. Like you said, you wanted to make this a real podcast. You got the you got the pod back up. Uh, so when did you first uh, see Solitary? I'm sure that was probably a pretty uh, impactful moment when you first uh, discovered the show, right? Yeah, I was with my friends. Um, after we got out of college, we were just hanging out at their house and it came on TV and I'd never heard of it before. And it's just like, I was obsessed with it from day one. And then I just went home and I built my own pod and started <laughs> practicing everything I saw in the show. 
and then never thought I would actually get on it, you know, and the, so right. I made this audition video all in my pod so they could like visualize me in the pod and everything. And then they called and said, that's the best fucking audition video I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I go, well, my mom didn't like the end of it, you know, because I did George Carlin's list of swear words and stuff. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turd, twat, crap, balls, prick, asshole, jack, up, jerk, ass, scumbag, juice. So they go, well, we don't, we're not your mom and we fucking loved it. And, right. <laughs> No, yeah, if there's any way to get the the attention of them, I'm sure that was it. And, uh, it worked out. And then I, re I read somewhere you didn't even know until about like four days beforehand. Yeah, I just was sitting there praying. They called me, come on. And like, you know, and then um, there, it's a low budget thing, you know, so I had to like pay to get myself out there the first time for like the psychology checks and the health checks. And oh, all wow. How you what know, were I, those like? I was invested for myself. Yeah, they had they don't let anyone see each other, so they have to like cycle everybody into rooms and you only get on the hall one person at a time because they don't ever let you see who you're competing against you know, until after the show's done, you don't know. Until you right. see it on TV, you don't know. So they just shuffle you into different rooms, running on treadmills, finding out your you know, checking your psychology, <laughs> your past and what drugs you've done and all this other stuff. You just go through every little thing to make sure you're okay to be locked up for that long, you know. I didn't even think about that. For some reason, I thought they'd just drop you in. But, uh, yeah, it makes sense that they would get some sort of medical clearance to uh <laughs> Well, I was going to say, some of the stuff they're having you guys, like, smell and stuff, I was just like, oh, man, I hope no one's got, like, asthma or... <laughs> like... They yeah. check all that stuff first to make sure, yeah. Right. Make sure you don't have allergies and stuff so they know ahead of time. Okay. It's a bad look you kill someone on your reality show. Yeah, that would be that would be uh, catastrophic. <laughs> yeah. Give someone an asthma attack on the show. Uh, so, do you have any other favorite shows? Any other shows you try to get on, or any reality shows that I'm sure nothing, uh, you know, piques your interest as much as Solitary? But I was wondering if there was anything in the same ballpark you were that you enjoyed. Yeah, I love Survivor. I've seen every every season, and I I've been trying to get on since the first season, and I've made many edition videos and never even get a call. You know, so I don't I don't think it's ever going to happen. I don't know. I really love now. that show. Though. And then this <laughs> new one called this new one I found called Alive on the History Channel. I'd never heard of it before, but the seventh season started on the History Channel, and you get a million dollars. They just drop you in the middle of nowhere in Canada in the Northwest Territories, and you got to survive off the land. You don't, have, and there's no camera crews or anything. You're just filming yourself, and you you got to survive a oh, hundred wow. days for a million dollars. Hundred days. Build your own shelter. You got to protect yourself from the bears and the wildlife and the coyotes, and you just you're dropped out there. So I watched the first seven episodes of that. So I might go back and watch the first six seasons, too. Yeah, that sounds like they've been getting those pumped out there. I just wrote that down. We're definitely going to check that out. That sounds like... I've never heard uh, of it before. My friend told me about it, and I saw I'm hooked on that one. But I never could try that one. I, there's no way I would survive that. Yeah, that would be... <laughs> oh, that's a lot. These guys are all survival experts and stuff, and they know what they're doing, know how to build food caches and all this crap. You know, I don't... I would be lost. Yeah, that's just like Bear Grylls, the reality show. Like, just making everybody be that. Yeah. So um, I also read somewhere that you kind of just went to a hotel. Did they just they, and then they just kind of picked you up? Like, all right, let's go. Yep. Like, so they get me a hotel and then they drop and I'm there and then they show up there. They blindfold me in my room. They take me into a car and then they drive me somewhere. You know, no idea where I was. And then I stay blindfolded until you're inside the pod. And then in my season, they did that stupid twist where there's someone else in the pod with you for the first. Yeah, that was that was whatever. yeah. That was <laughs> So when I heard breathing and stuff, I thought, well, maybe that's just one of the producers or something, you know, and I take my thing off and there's someone else there. It's like, oh crap. And then I was too chatty. I like told him everything that all my practicing I did. So it totally like pushed him to push farther because he knew who he was up against and it totally ruined it, I think. But you know, yeah, I might have won if he didn't know all that stuff. 
I was gonna say me. number seven was very like every single challenge. He's like, man, number four is kicking my ass. Number yeah. four is yep. he's killing. He it. pushed himself that hard. If he didn't know that I practiced for so long and right. did all these. Oh, I think I might have been able to beat him, but I don't know. You never know. Yeah. We'll never know. Yeah, because he said the one time he was just like, oh, I know he's been practicing, like, counting time. And I was like, oh, he must have, yeah. You see how bad I did? You see how bad I did on that? I practiced that for months, and then he kicked my ass, and he never practiced it. And I was like, oh, it's so embarrassing. That could, I can only imagine. I've obviously never, like, tried that. I can only imagine that one train of thought being derailed can just ruin the whole, like, if you accidentally think about something else for a minute, it's just like, oh. That's, up. that's why Bell's sitting there counting the whole time. Yes, yeah. <laughs> talking to you and playing like your parents talking like you're at your funeral and you're dead. And that, was, that was oh, one of the only times we were like, that's pretty far. Like, that's almost too far. That was very uh, – and I'm sure that is almost like bittersweet because you do get to hear, you yeah, know, those nice it. things. But the psychological hit that that <laughs> – and I noticed when I watch it back, I was counting so fast. When I then they showed me counting, I was like, I didn't do my like 1001, 1002. I was just like one, two, three, four. I was counting way too fast, and that's how I I know I was just way off, or I skipped a whole ten minutes or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't know where you were at all, did you? And it sounds like you met like the bare minimum staff, right? You didn't really like meet too many staff in the whole thing. Just kind of like the doctor and some PAs. Well, I don't meet um, for the interview. I meet all the producers and stuff when they. They do oh, it okay. So okay. they fly us in once they decide who they're going to narrow it down to. Then they fly us in, and then, and then we meet with Lincoln Hyatt, and all, and we meet with all the other executive producers. Okay. And they ask you questions and stuff. So then I meet those people there. But then once you're in your pod, you don't see another person until you quit. You then a right. psychologist comes in, and then you know they come in and ask you, "Are you okay with everything that happened, and what you what you said, and what you did, and all this stuff? Make sure you're okay." Yeah, make sure. Yeah, yep. everything's fine. Right. So, what did you what did you do right after uh, you got out of there? What was the? Uh, <laughs> did you go so right after just... we went into the parking lot, and since we were the final two, they let us see each other. Everyone else just goes straight home. And right, once you go right. home, you have no idea how everyone else does once you leave. Yeah, you just gotta wait. Only the only the last two people know what happened, and the third person knows who the last two people were, but they don't know who won because they go home. Right. So I saw. I saw number seven in the parking lot after it was all over. It was so weird. We barely recognized each other from the first day. And <laughs> then they brought us some food in the parking lot. We never got to see like the actual studio. They they didn't take our blindfolds off till we got in the parking lot waiting for the limos to take us back to the hotels. So you so truly got... don't know where that was. No, and I don't know how it was laid out or anything. You know, I see like on the behind the scenes of other seasons and stuff, I see how that could have been laid out or when they show in between the scenes where they show the pods in a circle, but I don't think they were really like laid out like that. I'm not sure, but yeah, they didn't want to ruin the illusion for me, they said. Yeah, no, and that honestly, the secret behind it is, yeah, I wouldn't want that spoiled. <laughs> but yeah, you were saying so they, they got to be like soundproof because yeah. the siren actually that close. Yeah, like the funny far... thing is, the, it, it's, um, the pods soundproof, but the bathrooms aren't. It's like a porta potty oh, attached to the antipod. So when I went into the bathroom, you know, I'd scream at number seven, like "fuck you, number seven. and then, then they'd yell at me for that. They get really mad. You know? <laughs> if you both people are in the bathroom and you yell something, you can hear. Okay. <laughs> the porta potties aren't soundproof. They didn't expect that, I guess. <laughs> so how long were you in there? Do you like? I'm sure you kind of have like a, at least a rough, like. Yeah, it was long. two. It was two weeks. Dang. That's because <laughs> we're we're kind of trying to do the math we're like well they've been doing this thing for five hours they've been doing this thing for five hours we're like this is one episode's been a couple days like we we're trying to like figure out 
So two weeks, that is nuts. Yeah, the hell of it is that they throw your body off. So they don't let you sleep for the first two days and they don't let you eat for a day. So they totally throw off your circadian rhythm. So you don't know if it's morning or night. So when they give you food, you don't, they give you like a breakfast thing, but it's probably nighttime. They probably do stuff to like throw you off. So you have right, no idea. Yeah. <laughs> all, all mind games all the time. <laughs> And you said that's a just a porta potty connected, so that was yeah. just just a toilet, no shower. No, no shower. They, 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 every once in a while, they'd give us a bowl of water and a rag, and we could wash down with that. Okay. That's all, <laughs> all we ever got. So that wasn't very often. It was so hot in there all the time. Like the first season, they froze them to death. You know, it was freezing yeah. all the time. They give them a really thin blanket and mess with them. And then the second season, it was hot, so I thought, hey, they're gonna go back to cold this season. But no, <laughs> they liked hot more. more <laughs> shirts and uh, you know i would have wore shorts and all this i totally didn't dress appropriate because i mispredicted it yeah so when you went into pod four when you left pod seven after the initial challenge was part of that uh you know a predetermined decision that you wanted to get out of the room that you and number seven just been sweating together in <laughs> it was just as hot in mine too and four i was yeah. so happy that i got my pod because they're randomly assigned so when i got my favorite number that was the miracle i thought for sure i was gonna win now that i had my favorite number but no because yeah, it looked it looked a lot like your pod. I was like, I wonder if they nudged it, but I think that was just the uh, yeah. That's what color pod four is in every season, you know. So okay. Just, oh, okay, right. I made mine look like pod four, so when I got it, I was just going to be used to it. Yeah, that was a, a perfect. Because uh, yeah, if you would have picked that um to stay in there, you wouldn't have got four. If that was, so yeah, that really did work out. Yeah, I could uh, so, yeah. pink pod and seven instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in but terms of uh, wait, what? Seven's won twice though. Yeah. There's something to it. <laughs> so the overall realness, you know, a lot of reality TV, they're feeding lines and stuff. It doesn't, it, this seems like one of the rawest reality TV shows that exists, if not the most raw, like in terms of just like them not really orchestrating you at all. They're just kind of letting it happen. Yeah, that's why it's my favorite one because yeah. you know you're not getting you know, there's no backstabbing and alliances and stuff. It's just you against yourself and you're just stuck in there with no human contact and you just got yeah. Val to talk to. Without Val though, there's no way I could make it through that. If she's keeping your sanity mostly, even though she's torturing you and stuff. But yeah, because I, I was gonna bring up uh, the guy Vsauce Michael that's on YouTube. He did the thing where he just went in the solitary confinement room for three days and he's a pretty smart dude and he was said like after just three days he was completely losing his mind with no you know interaction because like yeah you get the phone call you get to talk to val you get to shit talk the other people a little bit so it's like you get to like play a game of telephone with them so yeah it's i'm sure that yeah. helps a lot <laughs> you don't really get to talk to them val just translates it to them so you're right. not actually hearing them but it goes through val right she plays yeah game of telephone with them to <laughs> maybe uh warps what you say a little bit just for a little bit uh more mind game <laughs> no i guess yeah it sounded the same though when i watched it i don't know like in my in my solitary five audition video i put like the 20 favorite things that happened on the show that they never showed on tv so if you ever see if you're ever bored and watch that at the end of that Ooh, i didn't I, even I, I saw I, that you I saw you did that we need to check that out then <laughs> So in the beginning, it's like an audition, but then after that, I do like my top 20 favorite things they never showed on the show and stuff of things nice. that were said and things that are challenges they never had time to air and extra things oh, okay. and stuff like that. That's awesome. There's a yeah, lot more happens than they have time to put into the episodes, though. It's amazing. Yeah, we were, we were saying the editing is insane. Like, this is like phenomenal. Like, it's catching your eye all over the place. Like, and it's funny. The yeah, editors on that show are funny. Yeah. <laughs> the only editing I didn't like is with that shirt challenge where they put on the 48 shirts. 
Oh, I yeah. got them all on, and I was so happy with myself because I was sweating to death and getting claustrophobic and freaking out and wondering if I, what if I can't get them back off? And I was, and I was so proud of myself that I got them on. But then they edited it to make it look like I only got on 36. And then they show oh. me saying, they show me on the ground with the back and from the back, and they show me saying something I never said at that point. You know, can I take them off? But I didn't say that till I had them all on. So when number eight quit at around 36, they just wanted to make it seem they can edit it any way they want as long as it doesn't affect the outcome. So since we both right. lost, right. they can make it look like it was close. And then it was just number three and number seven going at it, you know. Okay. But that one, I was so proud of myself that I got them all on. And that one's they, insane. They made it look like I wussed out. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, you're right. What do you do if, like, you get stuck in there? They have to come in there and cut it off of you. Like, yeah, have to come you got to have someone come in, you're done. It's over. If you right, yeah. God, that's crazy. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it is very uh, unique and torturous. I we were you know thinking a lot. I don't know if we could do it. I don't. I think nope. I could maybe get, nope. get through two people max. I don't think I could get farther than like two people dropping out. Like. No, try to focus on some of the stuff just at home. My ADHD was killing me, bro. I had migraines just trying to think about focusing on these tasks. Getting stressed out. Yeah. The wheelchair one, that one was stressful. Just like trying to like think about keeping all and the memorize. Yeah, dude, you're when you memorize that alphabet, that was one of the most. I think that was one of the coolest things on there. When she goes, you know, write the last four letters, and you just rocked them out, and you just remembered which four hadn't been said. We were just jaws dropped. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, my memory helped me in that one, and I should have got the wheelchair one, but they set up the treatment wrong in my pod. They had it overlapping the mirrors, and so I never could say it right. So I hardly get any footage of me trying to guess because there was oh. no way I could. Ever... Two mirrors were overlapped, and it was cut. It was covering some of the letters up, so I could never say it right. Even <sighs> maybe I never got the right starting point or something, but I, I think I might have should have been able to get that one if it was gonna say up. if they messed up, you don't should get a little uh yeah. little yeah nice toss for something else you should get a little hook up somewhere else yeah. but oh well what can you do yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so do you have a favorite and a uh, least favorite moment that went down on this specifically uh, like when you were in the pod my favorite moment <laughs> i think it was when i um won the immunity from the smelling thing when i oh won yeah cheat thing getting all the rat traps set up because that was so much torture getting those all set up and they knew that one was going to go off and set them all off they were just waiting for it and i was being so careful and and then you know having to get the right word when there's multiple combinations of the letters too and stuff like that too and it's like yeah covered so in hot cheese all over what is your word your word is correct. Your face. <laughs> I was screaming for so long that I lost my voice. My voice was like hoarse for the next show, like the next oh. episode. I was like, my voice was gone because I was excitement <laughs> that I actually got yeah i'm always afraid of what's coming next after after that flesh cut treatment every day i was like oh my god if she did that already what's what's gonna happen <laughs> i'm terrified what did i get myself into because i was gonna say some of these those people obviously didn't watch the show because they're yeah. like i didn't think it was going to be anything physical and it's like well yeah obviously you didn't watch the first two seasons like you you knew 
one, almost 100% what it could be and was still getting surprised. <laughs> yeah, like number 10, like the girl that didn't ever get her own pod. Yeah. She was so bitter. She never watched the show and she's so bitter that she got sent home. She never watched an episode. She wouldn't talk to any of us. Oh, like, wow. I organized like at a reunion in Hollywood for all to meet because they didn't do a reunion show for our season like they did the first two seasons. So we all went, went to Hollywood and all met and people from the first two seasons came and we all got to meet each other and she wouldn't even talk to any of us or come or anything. Wow. So that's, bitter. That's a very so sore loser. Yeah, that's, that's Tom Petty, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, do you did you have you kept up with any of them besides that? I was wondering maybe. If oh you yeah, were, I, yeah. I still talk to him on Facebook. Yep, especially awesome. number number seven from the first season. We're we're the closest. We talk all the time. He's really cool. Yeah, that I'm sure that is one of the most strongest rivalries turned into probably a pretty good friendship. <laughs> like, oh, that was uh, number seven from the first season. I hate number seven from the third season. Oh! <laughs> if, I call him, if I call him, he'll tell me no. Don't call me, man. Or something. Like what? He's a douchebag. Everyone hates him. And even when he came to the reunion, everyone hates him. Everyone says, "I wish you would have won." No one likes him. Oh, that's a heartbreaker. Yeah, he's a total dick. Yeah, because he, he really put a lot into it. It seemed he didn't yeah. seem like a, a bad guy. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's really self-centered. He's a really he's a dick. He wouldn't yeah. even hang with us when we got to the reunion. He'd go off by himself. He went. He he just left and went somewhere else and. Just, <laughs> He's just a douche. I don't know. Number seven, enemy of the show. <laughs> Put himself in solitary at the solitary reunion. Wow. <laughs> but oh, back to my least favorite was the crawling challenge, like crawling around on our oh, hands. Oh, yeah. That looked rough after like the first few laps. Stuff like that. And I just, I just hated that challenge. And it, when it got impossible where I couldn't physically do it and I, and I, just had to push the button for the first time that was the most depressing because i did not want to push it and yeah that was deep in too before you (laughs) did not want to do that and i was just then i was just a crying baby after that for the rest of the show (laughs) (laughs) crying about everything when she started bringing my father and stuff and just mind games like that like oh there's way too much time to think in there so you just think about all the Mm -hmm. things you distract yourself from every day and you got nothing but time to think about them oh yeah 24 hours a day two weeks Yeah, number nine in his crawling challenge. That was a very uh, legendary scene of the show also. Just like him just trying to bide time, laughing hysterically. And then because he thought there was a chance you two were still going and you were just yeah, rest, resting. That was such like a move, but did not work out. But that was... Yeah, I should have known when we had that long rest, maybe something like that was happening. Maybe I just should have quit at that point because I didn't need to keep going or something. But you never can risk it. Every time someone thinks, oh, someone yeah. had to quit by now. You know, yeah. like number one season two, he thought, oh, someone quit by now on the foot bed of nails. Nope. Yeah, I one. forgot what, what numbers in season three, but it was the one where she got into the um, penalty round drinking the horseradish. Oh, number yeah. five. Number yeah. five. People hate her on, on the comments, like on my video on YouTube. So, so many people just can't stand her. I'm, I'm friendly with her, but a lot of people just thought she was such a whiner. And she go out on a weak note. <laughs> she, yeah. so about the eating, though, she wouldn't eat anything. That was just so weird. They did cut yeah. around where she had to drink even more milk, so she probably did drink, you know, like 64 ounces of milk. You know? <laughs> That'll get a lot of people. <laughs> I tried to drink a gallon of milk after that to see what that get drinking a gallon of milk and like a half hour challenge was, and that's I just got the shakes and I was puking my guts out. That was a, that's a horrible experience Ooh. if you ever try that. <laughs> yeah, we just did milk. we just did a hot peanut challenge the other day and we were shaking. It was uh, it was rough. <laughs> Oh, me and my brother did a hot sauce challenge because they had the hot thing in season two. So me and my brother ate so much hot sauce. I felt like I had like appendicitis the next day. I felt like I was going to die and I didn't have health insurance. So I was like, I just 
sit in the bathtub and just hope it goes away and stuff. I was thought I really thought I was gonna die. It was it was so horrible. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so you did we every stun gun each other. We like we get like the million stun guns and we stun gun each other and pepper, I pepper sprayed myself in the face. <laughs> that was worse. It felt like I put my face in a campfire. It was just rolling, burning. Oh. Like just that was. I'll never do that again. That was just awful yeah it takes <laughs> it takes some confidence to get pepper sprayed it takes some pretty big balls to pepper spray yourself in the face yeah, it was hard oh, it so, was you, terrible. so you did every challenge and like kind of test from the first two seasons to prepare yep i tried to the ones i could like the, right yeah I had, like, could... a change and stuff i never figured out a good way to do that one yeah <laughs> yeah i can't think of a better training that really uh <laughs> so that i'm sure you know even though you didn't win I'm sure that definitely builds an insane amount of character and just kind of appreciation for a lot of things, life, your friends, family, food, like you said in the one where you're eating the steak, just kind of like a new appreciation for all this stuff you never thought you would be, you know, <laughs> counting your blessings with. <laughs> yeah, it was totally like that for me. Like, uh, even though I think it was better that I didn't win because then I kept pushing myself afterwards. Like if I would have won, I thought, oh, I'd start thinking I was greater, go to my head. And <laughs> now I still just keep pushing myself, like especially with my current rollerblading challenge. Of, I just got my 60th day in a row of rollerblading a marathon. And I just want to keep nice. going until something gives, until a muscle gives or something forces me to stop, you know. Right. Like, right. See what my limit is, but I haven't found it yet, but it's torture. Forrest Gump when he's running. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> finally. <laughs> And that's one thing I absolutely loved. One of the things you put on the wall in your pod was that you must force yourself to do things that you don't, or that you, what is it? That you think you cannot do? You yep, force it's right here on my wall. You must do the things you think you cannot do. There you go. Awesome. I love that. And like I saw that, and I was like, that's the perfect piece of motivation. That's exactly what you need to put in there. That's exactly like the mantra you need to have in this scenario. Yeah. And in life, but in that particular scenario in particular. Yeah, because I had I got divorced before that show and stuff, and I, I and then I never thought I'd get married again or trust anyone. And then after that show, it changed me. Like I I met someone, got married, had a kid. I never thought I'd have kids of my own or anything. And so it, it really did change me. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I'm sure that's that stuff. Sure, of what's important, right? I'm sure that's much more valuable than uh, the prize, which we're gonna bring up is very low for reality yeah, TV. <laughs> very low for like like because on Deal or No Deal, you can win, you know million dollars just picking cases right, and they put you in a hotel they don't have you fly out there <laughs> on your own dime either yeah that uh we were like and after taxes what do you got 32 like yeah. <laughs> oh geez but yeah i'm sure the the character building is uh infinitely more valuable than that i honestly would have did it for free though just because i always test my limits my whole life i always seen how long i can stay up without sleeping and how long i can go without eating i've always done that stuff as long as i can remember i've always so i just i just love the concept of just pushing your limits and seeing what they are so yeah i read you worked like 125 hours in a week one week or something yeah was <laughs> 28 or something or... that is wild <laughs> me and my mom would compete about who would get the most hours in a week or something it sucks yeah. now on salary so i don't want to do that anymore right, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was not really back then it'd be a bad move that <laughs> um so yeah you were very very close it was uh it was devastating that was uh that was very we were very upset at home here <laughs> yeah and i found out i only lost by 30 seconds when i talked to my bell on facebook and he said I actually only lost by 30 seconds, but then with editing and Val talking to me after I lost before he quit and stuff, they just with the editing, it made it look like I I lost by three minutes, but I really only lost by 30 seconds. Oh.
Yeah. And, and if I had if I hadn't lost that that coffin building thing or no which one the I can't remember like the gumball challenge or something. Oh yes. The, if I had to have the chains on and do an extra round, that could have been the difference if I would have won that honestly that yeah. challenge. Anything could have swung that thirty seconds. Because, yeah, there was a certain points where he was like, I can't even get my arm up if he would have had those chains instead of you. But like you said, yeah, we'll never know. But <laughs> And uh, number seven sounds like a dick. Well, <laughs> good know if someone was brave enough to do a season five. Yeah, we got that too. So that would be honestly very legendary. But we were talking Fear Factor is a different show than what it once was. So I'm wondering, I don't know if the goat carcass would fly on solitary in 2020 unfortunately so i think it wouldn't be able to be as intense as it could have be could be but like if netflix or hulu picked up solitary yeah. i think it had like a cult following and was on a channel that didn't really have the traction but if that just dropped like on people's netflix homepage, it would be <laughs> that's what over. i'm hoping for netflix would pay a bigger prize too so and yeah it'd be more worth it Pons and then it's in our contract to do an all-star season, you know, if we, if they wanted to do an all-star season. So it'd be so cool to like compete against the top three of all seasons or something, yeah. you know, or top two of each season and one extra one or that season 10, you get all nine winners. Bitch ass number seven. Another chance. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> do a lot better, a lot better shape than when I was on the show. I didn't think yep. I'd get anything, but I've been better shape since then. <laughs> But yeah, so there was um, there's still an account, but there was a website saving solitary. I was watching that pretty closely because they were putting up some cryptic countdowns, some very weird, uh, very cryptic text. And um, just the other day, I checked it again, and it's like the domain is like expired. very very heartbreaking <laughs> it was i was following that like crazy like in my solitary five edition i was like showing everything that's happened and who said what and then they, how i really think it was them because they knew things about behind the scenes with the show that only people that worked on the show would know and stuff i was so excited and they just strung us along for like three years and nothing ever happened with it it's like yeah, I think that was just like possibly another super fan trying his damnedest to make it happen. And it just—it really couldn't have been though. They knew things. So oh, they, really? Okay. Behind the sh like when I asked in chats and then IMs and stuff on Facebook, they knew things. Oh, okay. The show that happened that weren't aired, you know. It just—it huh. just seemed like it had to be. Well, that makes so, yeah, that, that makes me have a little bit more hope then. Maybe the domain expiring is part of the mind game. Maybe that's all. <laughs> I think they were trying to build like a solitary VR game or something. That might have been not another season, but a, like a solitary VR thing to see if it got enough interest. In. That could be terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> that could be truly terrifying. <laughs> so say there is another season. Would You would want to be, uh, you'd throw yourself back in as number four? Oh, sure. 100, yeah. 100%. Yep. What, what, what if they wanted of... you to come on as a uh, staff? Would you come on thinking of some uh, new tortures, or do you want? Oh, to they be paid a... me. They've already paid me to think of things for them. <laughs> yep. That's amazing. That's awesome. Come up with as many things as I can. I was supposed to be part of season four. I was supposed to um, be a supplement to the show. I had a contract and everything, guaranteed money, and I would be locked in a pod the whole time the season was airing. So I'd be in a pod the whole, every 
the whole time and I'd watch it with America and then they would vote like what would happen to me in my pod and I'd be in there for the whole time. <laughs> and then when the financial crisis hit and stuff, they cut that out and they, they were, then that's when they decided they were closing down the Fox reality channel. And then they decided to cut my part, even though I had a contract Damn. And, and they just did the regular, just airing the last episodes and then shut down the network. That's unfortunate. That would have been, really that would have been quite it. legendary. <laughs> I would have been in there for seven weeks that time though. And then, the money, the money increased the longer I lasted. So to get the money, I would have to stay the whole seven weeks to get it. But then I would get 25000 but I wasn't competing against anybody else. It was just myself and how long I could last in there. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So we're fingers crossed. We'll, um, you know, hope, like you said, hopefully this gains some traction, anything to save solitary, get the people talking about it. That would be... That's all we want. We want one more, one more season at least. Just the, you know, but <laughs> the more the merrier. A last ride for yeah. Rob. Rob. <laughs> but at least put the old ones on there, then it would gain, you know, people. Oh yeah. See at least give more people a chance to see it. I know the first two seasons are on Amazon Prime, but they, you had to pay for them. Yeah. And so if they, if it was on some service where people could see it for free, it used to be on Hulu for free and where people could find it. And, and you now, have it on, you have your season on your channel. I'll, I'll put yeah. that in the description. So people I'm can surprised see. they let that happen so long, you know, because normally, you know, people would be monitoring that and make you pull it off. And yeah. I've never, that's why I've never put on anyone else's seasons because then I think I'd get in trouble. If, like the first two seasons are on Amazon Prime, so they'd probably be against that. Yeah. It. But if you're like, oh, I'm in this one, come on. Like, <laughs> we're letting it stay there for years now. So, I'm yeah, it's been up. So, yeah, we're definitely going to link that. Yeah, we won't tell Susan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, um, yeah, I found out about it because a YouTuber just kind of like mentioned it, I think on a podcast. And was like, have you seen this show? It's just like, it's brutal, but it's so entertaining. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I looked into it and yeah, we just immediately started flipping right through them. Like, <laughs> but yeah, the reboot power would be, I'm sure, very substantial. Like if Netflix, somebody picked it back up, but. Well, and I think it's very much suited for Netflix too. Just the style that it's in. Cause we watched them all back to back to back. Yeah. And it'll cut episodes and it cuts right into a challenge. So like. It'll catch you binge watching. Yeah, it's perfect for it's yeah. dangerous. If you think you're just gonna watch one more episode of Solitary, I think you're gonna get stuck. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the Netflix show Awake? They had some competition where they keep you awake for a really long time and you gotta count quarters and whoever's closest to counting the quarters gets to keep all the money and they have all these challenges when you haven't slept for a really long time. <laughs> so it's kinda kinda cool, but you're you're not isolated, but it's still a lot oh, right. of sleep deprivation. That was kind of an interesting one they had. Yeah. I'm hoping they run out of ideas and then they'll get solitary. Yeah, so much stuff gets rebooted constantly. It's might might just be a matter of time where they're like, all right, that did that did pretty good. <laughs> it's been like ten years since season four, or so or at least so it's getting yeah getting to it's that time. Order. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I like we were saying, the complications though, some of that stuff. I'm sure they make you sign like a bible of paperwork too. And yep. they, yeah, <laughs> like on contract if you die, sue like. <laughs> You can't say anything about what happened till after it airs, till it last, the last episode airs before you can say anything. Yeah, because yeah, I read a couple of your interviews and they were like pre-airing, and you were basically just like, "You're not ready for this season. I can't say much, but you're, you guys aren't ready for it." It's cool when the commercials come on. That's the first time you see who you're actually against, and you see other people going through what you went through. That was just an amazing day when I saw the first commercial come on TV. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, like that's, that's against. That's five. That's three. Putting faces yeah. to them. That's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because if I would have known, known number nine, if I would have known he was like gigantic like that, if they'd actually let you see people ahead of time, then I would, I totally would have quit on that crawling challenge way earlier. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. 
Because, <laughs> yeah, then some they, of those. They did a no. German season. Have you guys seen any of the foreign ones? They, they did like a solitary in Germany where they let them meet each other. They're all famous people that got to meet each other oh. before they went in. And then, I did not know uh, that. I'm gonna, in I'm Brazil, that did too. Two, Brazil did two seasons of Solitarios where they did like a lot of the same challenges they did in my season to them. So it's fun watching other people go. But I couldn't understand what they're saying. It's in Portuguese. So right. but I, I know what they're going through. I know what they're feeling. But right. Right. The body language is very easy to pick up <laughs> yeah, on a show like this. universal. <laughs> yes pain is trying to get those. i can't get copies of those seasons they won't like i tried to contact all the executive producers of solitaire if they have any connections you know and then when i write to the tv stations that broadcast the foreign ones i can't get any response i just can't get anyone that'll sell them to me or let me so i can actually see them again okay I'm, i'll look into that a little bit too i'll let you know if i find any uh any uh good good leads on that because i'm interested i'm very interested in getting copies of that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that sounds uh very interesting so yeah you're giving me a nice little medley of shows to look up thank you <laughs> so have you ever been recognized in public <laughs> yeah it, it, it didn't happen often because it's you know it's just a cable station not network tv yeah. but i was in spencer's and they a girl there recognized me she's like oh my god and she's like taking pictures with me and i ended up in like their um, company newsletter <laughs> that's awesome they had a picture of us solitary of me citing me there in the spencers in the mall Super cool. <laughs> number four was spotted buying a gag gift that's best <laughs> that's remember awesome what I was buying, but yeah it was cool. <laughs> so you, i also read somewhere uh there's like a ding when she's about to talk right you heard that a little bit after being off the show yeah but... i did all the time <laughs> the little sound here and then, like, I was laying in bed, and I'd, like, see, like, the light of my alarm clock, like, the red dot, I was, like, thinking that was, like, Val or something, and I could see a reflection in the mirror, and I had, like, nightmares, like, the ceiling was, like, coming down on me and stuff. <laughs> I had a lot of trauma. Yeah, I was going to ask if you had uh, nightmares or PTSD. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, I did for a while. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, can only, I can only imagine the getting back after two weeks <laughs> yeah, when i got out i just walked the streets after they brought me back to my hotel the next morning i just walked up and down and like oh the sun the sun is so nice and i just like over ate i like stop at every fast food restaurant and just get stuff at every restaurant you know it's like get a little something something on my walk yeah i didn't eat much of that i was eating those nutrient bars so what, yeah what do you think those nutrient bars are they Nastiest. <laughs> what the is that? It tastes like a horseshoe, man. You just like it, it's something they make themselves. It's just so crappy and like <laughs> so dry and just disgusting. It's just hard to chew and swallow. It just like turns into paste, and it's just. Oh. <laughs> I refused to eat them, even though I, even though I was hungry. After a while, I just started collecting them, and then I juggle them and I pretend like I was cooking them, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. It, Number four, please stop doing that. <laughs> please quit playing with your food. Number four. <laughs> oh yeah, they're just bad. Like you just—it's weird that you don't even want to eat them, even if you're hungry. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can only imagine. That's just. <laughs> <laughs> so you went in with a Rob Rab ta tattoo, and you left yep. with also a Val tattoo, right? Yeah. Yep. I got that one. That's that that thinking i won if they saw that i got about to only someone that won would have got that you know <laughs> all, my whole family thought i won everyone thought i won until the finale we we're all together and it's like ah oh. and i was i didn't want to be with my family for the finale because i knew i was going to lose so i just got totally hammered i got really drunk before i got there and stuff yeah uh, <laughs> the pain of me losing because i'm everybody at that time watching the finale is like ah oh. 
<laughs> yeah, this is rough. Like knowing that, like only a handful of people know the outcome, and now everyone. <laughs> everyone knows at last. So is that in a safer YouTube spot? Can we see the Valtat? <laughs> yeah, it's just on my hip. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I can get up high enough. Oh, can you see it? Almost. Almost. I can. We can see. Yeah, I can see what. It... <laughs> there we go. Ooh, that's clean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good work. I'm sure. Yeah, taking a peek at that in a hard time. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm sure taking a peek at that in a hard time is, can be a nice little pick me up. Like you got, you got through quite quite some hell before. This is a... <laughs> so that, you're... that tattoo's actually hurting. I, I just it feels like they're just cutting me open with the scalpel. It's like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially on you're... the hip. It hurt. So you're uh, outside of being uh, the biggest solitary fan. You're into rollerblading, writing code, Pokemon Go. Sounds like definitely just you know not not an average life but you definitely find ways to make it entertaining and pushing yourself uh I'm very addictive. like i had the best pokemon go account and i was just spending all my free time on there and then i finally learned how to spoof so i could not have to actually go places all oh, right everything possible and then then it was just getting out of hand <laughs> just going nuts getting everything and so then i just put my account on ebay and sold it for five thousand dollars and quit so i haven't played since Dang. last november that's a good move. <laughs> yeah. So and I just cure my addiction that way, and I just don't play anymore. So like, yeah, I either do it something a hundred percent, or I don't do it at all. Like when I used to drink soda, I just drink it like twenty four cans a day. I'd be drinking it for breakfast, and then I just quit. And I haven't had one in like twelve years now since solitary when they made us drink root beer. That's the last time I drank. Oh soda. yeah, we love root beer, but if anything was gonna ruin root beer for us, it'd be that. <laughs> oh go go! Yeah, it sucked when that came back up. <laughs> so you don't do anything half ass which is it fair to say you have an obsessive personality yep it's totally up everything's either all or nothing you know i can't do anything like when i used to smoke weed it would just be 24 7 and then i just quit and then i haven't smoked weed since solitary either i just yeah everything's solitary everything's been like since solitary well it <laughs> sounds like the milk ball since solitary either <laughs> that was cleaning up everybody's acts because number nine said he's gonna quit drinking yeah <laughs> i wonder if he really did i don't know yeah i was thinking about looking into talking to him too possibly because he was just so when he had the when he brought the mask we were just like he probably had like four personal items and he spent 25 percent of it on a clown mask we we're like we need to break that down a little bit <laughs> I think you only get three. I got my rollerblades, my guitar, my rollerblades, and my guitar, and my camera. Wow! So even less. He just. <laughs> I have camera came... footage on my YouTube that shows like my personal video footage from inside the pod, not edited or anything. And you can hear what Bell really sounds like. And yeah, so that too. Uh, we read you read said somewhere that uh, you think there's like up to 19 valves potentially. Yeah, I see every valve. The shifts, I think. So everyone has at least two personal vowels, a morning shift, right. night shift vowel, and then the overall vowel. Like before challenges, everybody has to hear the same thing at the same time for challenges. And so the that's, contract, I guess, okay. for reasons, everyone has to hear it from the same person at the same time. So there's no misinterpretation, someone conveying it differently. That makes so sense, then, yeah. So I think that's how it works because no one could cover 24 7 on all. And one of my vowels knew Spanish and one didn't, you know. Um, Excuse me. Yeah. If you can hear my voice. There should be a little business to take care of. A battery in your meal slot. It's a bit of a smoking gun there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all sound the same through that synthesizer thing. So they all. Yeah. 
Oh man, yeah, it is. Uh, it's quite the rabbit hole to go down. It is very, uh, very interesting. <laughs> so what's next? Uh, if you can't do solitary, you're just gonna keep pushing yourselves in any other way you can. Yeah, I've been trying to find someone that'd do Amazing Race with me. My wife won't do it. With yeah, <laughs> I, I like Amazing Race. They haven't shown it on TV for in a, for a couple of years. They have they have whole seasons, two whole seasons filmed and one done, and they still haven't aired it yet, which is weird. But I oh, do yeah. like that. Show. I would like to try that one sometime. I just yeah, that would be yeah, that one's a that one's a trip as well. <laughs> oh yeah, but um yeah, I think saving solitary that's the uh takeaway from this we, i i'm gonna i'm gonna look into getting those other solitaries maybe just like any sort of you know getting the tentacles back out there make it more possible in any way we can <laughs> yeah thank you because it's one of the most entertaining shows period like like you said you it's can't fascinating. you can't really stop watching it like that's what's perfect for binge watching it's just like it ends on such good cliffhangers every single one <laughs> yeah, they, they make you have to watch the next one. Oh, i gotta know what happens now Crap. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we'll put um those links again like i said in the description get uh get people on your channel check out your other stuff also um but yeah man uh we've been going a little bit i think that's about any other questions i got you guys got any anything else no uh -huh. it's well i guess i got one more rob rob so i know it's kind of a tough time for a lot of people right now do you have any words for anyone who might be feeling isolated any words of wisdom any advice uh just hang in there it'll get better yeah it's gotta pass at some point yeah absolutely it will pass that's the that's the definitely the way to look yeah. at it this too stay shall home pass. you can order everything online you don't need to go anywhere <laughs> right yeah yeah it has been uh 2020 has been quite a quite a journey if if there was ever a year for it to come back it would be solitary would be the year here <laughs> yeah it makes sense to bring it back now but you can't film it the virus yeah well, true and they can't do any other reality shows right now they couldn't film the uh, most recent season of survivor yeah oh, wow. so now that's not going to air in the fall that's the first time in 20 years or something that they won't have a survivor season what a fall. streak <laughs> oh got me that show got me through the virus in the beginning having survivor to watch yeah <laughs> yeah we um we could we could probably say it right it might happen it might happen the next interview is supposed to be mr Fairplay, so we're really oh, excited about really? that one yeah oh, cool. we're working on it yeah we're in the dms <laughs> yeah we've been chatting with him we had a couple uh scheduled conflicts but yeah he was uh he's quite quite the survival survivor character so yeah yes. we're gonna hopefully talk to him <laughs> i hope you get him yeah well i'll let you know i'll let yeah, you we'll send you the video yeah <laughs> but yeah all in all rob rob you are uh the definition of hard working and uh pushing yourself to the limit and uh we really appreciate you coming on it was yeah, very very insightful learning some of this stuff that uh you don't really get uh behind the scenes uh take on you know yeah great it was nice meeting you as well yeah absolutely we wish you the best of luck um yeah we'll send you uh, we'll send you that link if we get uh, in contact with him and have a nice chat with him but uh i'll let you know if i find any of those uh other ones the solitary from other countries <laughs> okay great thanks awesome man well have a good one rob rob yeah. number four in the pod number one in our hearts <laughs> thank you peace out peace going? out everybody my number four you are my number one fan and I am yours, Rob Rob. <laughs> Goodbye, number four. It's been a while. Hold it right there. I heard you're not using Anchor. 
and here is why you're wrong about that. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Uh, it's got creation tools that you can use to record, edit, everything from your phone, your computer, whatever. And it's free. It costs no money, less than a gumball. Less than a gumball. <laughs> and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. Uh, it goes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, I think like seven other things. And you can Most also, places. Yeah, most places that people are listening to podcasts. And you can distribute it even more beyond there. You're not stuck with just those ten places. Put it anywhere else. Uh, you can make money from it. We're making a little bit. I'm not going to talk about that. We're not going to get into that, but we're it's making tacky. we're making money. Uh, let's just put it that way. And with no minimum listenership, uh, it doesn't matter if you're getting one listen or one million. You're making cash. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. Um, if you guys want to download it, it's available pretty much any app store, or you can go to Anchor.fm to check it out. All right, it's been a while. It's been a while. Oh,